What's good, everybody? We're back with another exciting episode of Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We're your host. I'm Trizzy. I'm Leah, LA in flight. And you could check us out on our YouTube channel, Ticket Number Two Anywhere podcast, for a visual. And if you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and you'll follow all our new episodes that we just uploaded. But if you prefer to listen to us on the go, we're streaming on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Stitcher, Google, and Pocket Cast. Yes, we're so excited. Today's interview, we have the Cotter Brothers Travel Club on the show today. Welcome, you guys. So for those of you that are not already following the Cotter Brothers on Instagram or following their blog, they're a pair of brothers, Brendan and Jared, as you can see here, who've explored the world and come back to Miami and now Arizona in the U.S. to share their stories via a blog, their guides, and a podcast as well. And I hear that this is your guys' first podcast interview. Is that correct? This is the first time that we've been interviewed. We're, we're yes. usually the interviewers, so we're, we're trying to put our mind right. Like, I can just step back and relax and let the questions come to me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, why don't you guys give us a rundown of what Cotter Brothers is all about? Yeah. Uh, so we, we started this travel podcast almost foolishly during the middle of uh, COVID-19 quarantine. And uh, we, we kind of used it more as a way to escape. Like we didn't necessarily want to talk just about our adventures, even though we've been to a lot of places and we consider ourselves well-traveled. Um, but we thought that maybe we should connect with some of our friends that we knew we weren't going to see for a little while, maybe not this long, but uh, we were able to uh, talk to some of our friends in Singapore and Iceland and just all over the world and even make some new connections. So it was really our way to escape and hopefully bring a little bit of escape to uh, our listeners. That is awesome. So did um, did the blog and the website and the guides that all come with the podcast or was one started before the other? Uh, well, we started them all together. Like I decided that this time, uh, actually, Brendan, maybe you want to talk about our original podcast, the first one that mm -hmm. we started, which is actually not about travel at all. No, yeah. So <laughs> for, for about like three years before the Cotter Brothers Travel, uh, uh, travel Club, we did a show called Bit Party, which is kind of on a brief hiatus, but um, that was just a movie podcast with our brothers and like a, a way to stay in touch with, with our brothers. And then Jared and I, since we were living together in Miami, wanted to um, do something on our own. We both love travel. We both thought it'd be interesting to connect with people who also love travel. And that's how the, the Cotter Brothers Travel Club started. So it all came together at the same time. I was like, all right, this time for the podcast, I'm going to do the, the blog, the website with the, with the show itself. I love it. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, um, if you check out Cotter brothers, travel um, and the podcast, you know, everything flows through there, your podcast as well. You guys are heavily destination based, but you know, you're also giving up stories like life as a nomad and, um, you know, veteran war stories and different types of topics. So, uh, make sure to check them out on their website. It's so but, cute because you guys feature family members as well. And it's just it's, like, we're a part of your family at a dinner table and they're just discussing like a, a vacation that they just had or something. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was what we love about like talking with our, our grandmother. Um, she was a travel agent for a really long time. And so she's been to, I've been trying to get her to tell me the number of countries that she's visited. And this was all during like the 80s. 
and um, it, she has been everywhere. So it was, we had a great episode with her talking about visiting China and uh, the Soviet Union during the, essentially during the Cold War. And then we talked to her again to connect about our trips to Peru uh, that were actually like 30 years apart. Oh, that's so cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Like bringing there are family's favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> the only way we can get our, our aunts and uncles to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one in my family listens to, <laughs> to our jobs. I think one of my like distant cousins does, but that's so great. And I love how you were like in the Melbourne episode, you're like, oh, we were asking your mom who we should bring on next to the show. And so this is how we came up with our guests. I'm like, that is adorable. <laughs> She's always feeding us uh, new guests. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's what family's for, helping each other out. So the reason I wanted to bring you guys on this show, because I was listening to your lovely podcast, and I came up with this brilliant idea. You guys are always asking others, you know, what do you love, based on these four pillars, what mm -hmm. do you love about this country? Or like, where would you go next? Or how would you rank these four pillars? Um, in this country that you just visited. But I want to, you know, turn the tables and ask you guys to build your perfect country. Those four pillars are food, nightlife, culture, and outdoors, essentially. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was sort of our way to uh, put our mind right when it came to figuring out how to have the perfect adventure, like these destinations. We, we know that most destinations have these four things. So we're just like trying to get that out of uh, our guests. I love that. Building and now it's your guys' turn to build that. And you can build it together or you can tell us your own, like your separate recommendations, which I'm sure that's what it might come down to, right? Um, and just let us know why. The yeah. Cotter Brothers Travel Club prides themselves on being very prepared, even if we are just, <laughs> even if we are the interviewees. So yes, we've talked about it. We both have it. different uh, different places slash uh, topics. So um, we can, we, we are building our own essentially. Let's talk about food. Definitely one of my favorite topics when it comes to traveling. Oh, yeah. Um, That's so why people travel you, usually. <laughs> absolutely. And it's the first thing you think about when you get off the plane or like get out 100%, of your car. 100%. You get to Thailand and you're like, where's my pad thai? Where's my, ma <laughs> where's my mango sticky rice? <laughs> That's what I That did. sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say for, for my food destination, one of the best food places that I've been to is Buenos Aires. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, right. of Latin American cuisine in general, but also what, what Argentina blends in is a lot of European cuisine, a lot of steaks, which is pretty good. Um, and the, the places that I went to when I visited uh, Buenos Aires was our two top 100 restaurants in the world, according to you know, some of the important lists out there. Um, so I went to Don Julio, which is a steak yeah. restaurant, and I went to... Singu? I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but it was like a 10 course wine pairing menu for like 110 bucks. Uh -huh. I had some of the most amazing like smoked goat and like just what? incredible like river trout. Really, really cool. So Buenos Aires is probably my, my food location. I'm going to interject really quickly and say I lived a hundred yards from Buenos Aires or from Don Julio for six months because I lived in Buenos Aires for six months. So I went there like three times while I was there. And of course I brought my family um, while we were there and they couldn't believe how inexpensive it was compared mm -hmm. to, you know, the U S you're getting like top quality steak, cheap wine from the source, right? All the Malbec yeah. from just across the country. And I'm actually a vegetarian, <laughs> but 
I was there for, I've been a vegetarian for seven years, but for like two weeks, I allowed myself not to be a vegetarian, which made me very sick. Um, just so I could literally come back from there and say, yeah, I had the steak. Yeah. So I literally ate something that I haven't eaten in years just to say that I did. <laughs> All right. What about you, Brendan? This is a, this is a tough one. Cause I feel like uh, Jared and I have traveled to a lot of places with great cuisine. Um, but I think that the place that just stood out as my favorite would probably be Tel Aviv, Israel because it's got such a um like the the mediterranean middle eastern like fusion with all the very fresh flavors and like uh, uh all the different spices that they use i feel like from the street food to more like formal going out food it's all incredible and that would probably be like where i enjoyed the most mm. Damn, I don't know if this is a good idea talking about food early in the morning, <laughs> prior to me not eating. What were some, Brendan, what were some of the like street food items that you would, would get there? I know things in Israel, like there's salads and a lot of things, produce is like super fresh, but what are some street food items you, you would eat in Tel Aviv? I feel like the main three are uh, falafel, um, uh, shawarma, and um, kebabs. Ooh. And so you just like, there's at all the like major tourist sites, there are stands for those. Um, anywhere you're walking, there's like, uh, you just pass by a shop with meat spinning on like the spit. And you just I go in that. and they, yeah, yeah. And the falafel, like, it's hard to find in other places just because like the flavors that they use in their falafel are out of this world. Unreal. And is it also like late night drunk food, like get out of the club at 4am or whatever and people go grab like a kebab or... Falafel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the new yeah. Jack Especially in the box. In Tel Aviv. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super good. I I think that we we kept on hitting this one spot on like a corner, uh, definitely another like nameless location that had such awesome shawarma. And so after after the bars when we were there, just grab that and go. Super oh, good. That's awesome. I love that. Um, I also want to point out that you two picked, I feel like pretty unconventional places for food. So kudos to both of you on that. Yeah, Cause I like, it. like even me, my example was Thailand. Like everyone's going to say Thailand. Like, <laughs> Thailand's a good one though. That is, like, it is. We, we haven't had a Thailand episode yet, but I'm sure that the food in that one would be incredible. Oh, oh yes. unreal. Like it's everything people hype it up to be, which yeah, is why I used it as my example. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it. it. It's hard to come back and pay like $20 a dish when you're I back know. home, when you're paying literally $1.50 for it in Thailand. Yeah. So We've talked to a lot of friends that are either from or living in or have family in places that have tremendous street food scenes. So we still have to get to Taipei and uh, to Singapore to really try those. Oh. Uh, those Tracy's, Tracy's been to both in yeah. the same, almost like Singapore, in the same trip. yeah. <laughs> Almost in the, in the same year. My yeah. cousin lives in Singapore. So when we visited, he took us on a food, like a walking food tour. The and hawkers. yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's amazing, especially their desserts, too. But we, we, we ain't got to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next category we have is nightlife and drinks and going out and having a good time in general, even if it's like not drinking. So tell mm -hmm. us about that. Yeah, I'm going to go first because I think that unlike our, our food category, this is a much more basic answer. And I, I was racking my brain. But listen, everywhere that we go, we, we find a good time. I mean, it's hard to go to a place that doesn't have at least some kind of nightlife scene. I've been to, um, to great places in South America. I love South America. I love the Caribbean. And those are always really fun. But when it comes to just like the, 
honestly the best night out las vegas it's ah! crazy. i mean let's go <laughs> when are you gonna find i was not can, expecting that that's so funny you can do anything in las vegas <laughs> oh my god oh yeah i've lived there i lived there for three years but Trizzy and I know yeah. Las Vegas. It's our yeah. neighbor. Yeah. It's our neighbor, but like not <laughs> I mean, you need it. We we've got we went there like every month for like three years straight from like oh my college. Gosh. But yeah. tell us about what you I mean, you said you just said you could find anything in Las Vegas, but yeah, please well, well, tell us more. I don't know if I don't know if people know, but Brendan and I are actually originally from San Diego, California. Mm. So so we grew up in in the West. Um, and and let us let's let's be real. Like Miami and Vegas go toe to toe. We we oh, didn't yeah. want to bring up that we didn't want to brag on on your show that we live in we lived in Miami. I <laughs> I still live in Miami. It, it's the place that people come to vacation. I just walk over to South Beach anytime yeah. I want. Yeah, brag. it's awesome. Also, brag on our show. That's why we have you guys on. Please brag. So we, we didn't. We didn't want to brag, but <laughs> but we live in we live in Miami. We'll power through. Yeah. We'll power through. We'll power. We'll, besides that, so I was like, man, really, Las Vegas is so much fun. I mean, if you think about some of the best nights that you've had, and that that just the the glamour, the the activities. But honestly, you could even go to Old Town Las Vegas and have like cocktails at a, at a dingy club or a dive bar mm-hmm. and grab a uh, grab a cold beer i mean the the mix of of the the lights and the sound and the djs that you could see and the and the things that you can do we we actually were just there recently with our whole family which is another thing that i love about it is that it doesn't matter what age you are everybody loves mm-hmm. vegas and we yeah. did the high roller with the bar in the pod oh. all the drinks you know open bar going around a big ferris wheel i mean wh- where else are you going to do something like right. that i know that's for real? Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, so it's a basic answer, but I mean, when you really think about some of your best nights out, I think that we all think about. Oh Las yeah, Vegas. if you yeah. can remember them in Vegas. Yeah, if you can remember them. <laughs> Literally half the trips I don't remember. I'm like, what did we do? Why why are we here again? <laughs> how is it Sunday night already? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I love oh, how she... you said it's for any ages, even in the mm-hmm. nightlife. Because I remember going there when I was young with my family, and there was just like mm-hmm. arcades, like the weird circus circus, and you could just walk and be like entertained by the lights and the mm-hmm. water shows and the pirate shows, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something okay. else. It's definitely so that that's Good that answer. might be a basic answer. I think it's it's extreme. Brendan has something a little bit more unique, so I'll throw it to him. <laughs> um. I think one of my best nights out traveling was when Jared and I were in, uh, we, we spent a weekend in Cartagena, Colombia. Yeah. That was like a little bit different of a vibe from Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit less kids. Uh, like, I feel like Colombia is like, it's grown so much as a, as a destination, mm-hmm. but it's still mostly you see people that are like of a certain age with a certain like adventurous mindset about traveling. So going out, you like see a lot of people that, are in your same position and the the like rooftop bars are unbelievable the food that you can get when you're just walking around at night is is incredible and just that like the caribbean wind that you're getting as you're like yes. lounging on a bar and drinking a mojito was phenomenal so good Jeez. i do love colombia it's my favorite country in south america but nice nice yeah that's that a is... good pick i feel like those are both wonderful unconventional answers as well like jared you said vegas is basic but it's not because i feel like people would be like oh um hong kong (laughs) or like (laughs) or like madrid you know but Mm. i did we were not expecting you to come home 
I wasn't <laughs> expecting domestic. Me neither was I. Some international, but that's, mm-hmm. yeah. I love how you both describe the places. It kind of just put me in there, and I was just swaying to my own beat. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> life is important. Those the Vegas club, yes. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Good answers, you guys. What's next? Culture? Culture, culture. yeah. All right. Hit us with st- some culture. Let me start kind of by defining the culture uh category so so i think uh, it's something about like just the way that you can you know walk down the street the things that you see when you are just like in living in that city or you're just like existing in that place it's also like the museums and the historic sites and the and the the history behind it too so it, it's kind of like the the miscellaneous category in a lot of ways but i i, I think that we, we think a little bit about the, the museums and the art and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's just to set the framework. So I, I, I had originally said, I, I think an easy answer for me is, is Jerusalem uh, in, in Israel, because I think for, for us, like as Jewish men, like we, we really always go back to the, to the homeland, to the, um, uh, to our, to our place. And, um, and so Jerusalem, that's it. That's an easy one. I lived in Jerusalem for a little while. So uh, cool. that one is, is really, um, that that's really personal for me but i also wanted to kind of expand outside of like to to more unique places so i think one of the most interesting cultural places i've ever been to uh was barcelona i mean that that's a beautiful place um amazing museums incredible like every, everything about that culture it, and, and having the beach there but being a european destination i really loved it in in barcelona i do want to also throw in though because i didn't know where this landed either nightlife or culture Carnival in Rio. That was another cultural experience that I, I highly recommend to people. My goodness. That's so your great. country is, uh, is Barcelona, but with a, with a carnival. Yes. Bar- uh, Barcelona, say Spain, carnival. Barcelona, Spain right? with a carnival. I'm sure they have their own version of it. <laughs> Probably so. Probably yeah. so. Or some festival. I haven't been in Barcelona yet, weirdly enough, because people say it's like L.A., Gosh, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily relate it to LA, but um, I can see <laughs> how people would actually, I don't know. I don't know. I think that people are just like, Oh, California, Mediterranean vibe, like that mm, weather. Same, yeah. same, same. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I, I think I you'll feel right at home. City, yeah. Whenever I go to a big enough city, I always feel like, okay, I could see the similarities. Like there's, you know, large buildings around me that are mostly just for like people living in small storefronts. But then when you get to the unique parts of Barcelona, like the architecture, okay. the, um, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Olympic village, things like that, it's, that's when it really gets like unique. All right. Brendan has his own though. Oh yeah. <laughs> right about that. Um, culture. I think that I, or the one that I went with was, uh, was Mexico city because Snap. That, that like, <laughs> They have that center strip where there's just museums and historic sites on both ends, right in the middle of the city. And I love one of my favorite things w- uh, that a destination could have is, uh, is is culture and history that you can really touch and feel. And I felt that way visiting like pyramids and uh, and estates and castles in Mexico City. Uh, yes. They were so open about it, and and I love that. It feels so much more connected than when you're just um, you know staring at a plaque and something mm-hmm. that's off in the distance. I get it. I totally understand the need to preserve and I absolutely respect that. But when you can actually walk through these places, you get a whole different feel. Yeah. 
Oh, I that's awesome. Yeah. I keep telling Trizzy she needs to get down to Mexico City because yeah. like flights from LA are like $200 round trip. I know. We want to. We definitely do. But it's always Cancun and Cabo. <laughs> that's also good. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. hard. But Me- Mexico City, you're going to have an amazing time. I mean, yeah. it's it's such a fun place. Yeah. And our, our bros trip 2018 was to Mexico City. Oh, and nice. um, yeah, we, we tore it up. And we have a friend that so lives fun. down there. So she she brought oh, us sweet. to like a little party that uh her, oh, her like for the locals yeah right oh that's <laughs> yeah. so cool amazing See, i don't want to rush mexico city i feel yeah. like a lot of my trips are always rushed and i think what probably five days is good there unless you guys yeah. you guys should stay longer we did less but we are dying to go back okay yeah i think of the places that we've done our our bros trips to that's one place where we're like we got to do it again yeah as soon oh. as possible yes oh and it's so easy for us too from mm-hmm. the u.s like um, and, you know, Mexico is one of the only countries letting Americans in right now as well. <laughs> yeah. True. So that may be the only trip for the foreseeable future. <laughs> right, right. Mexico. <clears throat> All right. And the last pillar that we have to build your perfect country is outdoors and nature and mm-hmm. physical activity in general. Yeah. And we're both we're both active uh, individuals. We're runners. We're hikers. You know, we like to get out there. Um, I just got back from a amazing trip up to New England, uh, hitting uh, like White Mountains in New Hampshire, and I uh, went to Acadia, stayed a couple nights in, at a, a bed and breakfast in Bar Harbor. Really wonderful. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back domestic again and and say just honestly wow. any of the national parks. Like I I yes I know I know Trizzy's about this <laughs> yeah. like. Love it. <laughs> I love the national park system here in the U.S. Um, yeah. I think that one really memorable place was uh, last year I went to Asheville. And, you know, it's really uh, right in the middle of the Blue Ridge Parkway. And driving the parkway, seeing the leaves changing. And um, we were, uh, we, we just stop over on the side of the road and go on a hike that, that people had recommended and see waterfalls. Just beautiful. But so you, can, cool. you just can't go wrong. I mean, there's so much biodiversity in uh, in our national park system so yeah yeah if you can find a little town you can't say enough about the bar harbors and Asheville's of the world that are like these dope little downtowns that <sighs> get you into the into nature and are really like seamlessly integrated into the park itself yeah oh yeah. I love it I love it and I think that it, it's like uh important and nice that uh no matter what major destination I think someone would travel to in the U.S there's probably a national park that's accessible and well worth the light drive that it would take mm-hmm. to get there. So this one was probably the easiest answer for me because we had just uh, done our trip last year to Peru as a big family. And the views that you see just walking through the Andes were the most breathtaking things I think I've ever experienced. Like I've never had, like the, the hikes were great. The uh, like walking through Machu Picchu and through Cusco was incredible. So the best outdoor excursion uh, trip for me had to be Peru. That is well-deserved, I think, that yeah. honor bestowed upon Peru because people, <laughs> when, we were, uh, we were, when we were down there, people are like, oh, I think now I know what people say about Peru. You kind of get like trekking fatigue because you're literally always hiking. Like that's yeah. what yeah. there is to do there. You hike and then go drink for a couple of days and then go hike again for another yeah. five yeah. days and then... You come and back, you, you hike so. and you're like, there's no way that the view can get any better than this. Right. And then you're turning a corner and you're like blown away. Of course it can. There's just Andes yep. everywhere. Yeah. I think Peru was the highest. Did you do Rainbow Mountain down there? 
No, we didn't do Rainbow Mountain. We kind of had to like make decisions. And so we actually yeah. ended up spending more days in, uh, in Machu Picchu. So that's of what course. we did instead. And, and that I think was really rewarding. We did like uh, Machu Picchu Mountain, which is like basically one of those peaks that rises above the yes. uh, ruins itself. And that was a really interesting and like perilous hike up these like steep steps. <laughs> oh, really amazing. awesome though. Did you guys do Coco Canyon in the south near Arequipa? No, no, that's another place we have to get back okay. to. So Peru, I would say, is like a, a return destination 100% because yes. I know that there's more, like there's the deserts, there's also yes. the rainforest there. Um, oh, yeah. we, we stuck to the Sacred Valley when it came to uh, nice. like activities and trekking this time. I think also because our parents really wanted to like see that and do those important hikes. Um, but I think that next time, I mean, to me, Peru has everything. It's got Lima has some of the best food in the whole world. Yes, I mean, highly ranked. Yes, <laughs> and I love Peruvian. Oh so, my god! Yeah. And I went to I went to San no, uh, Astrid y Gaston in Lima, which is like really? one of the top ten restaurants in the world. Yeah, yeah, we had to make a reservation like months in advance, and yeah, it was like a multi course meal for like mm -hmm. one hundred fifty dollars, which would cost five hundred bucks in the U.S. So for sure. I stay yeah. in hostels, oh, yeah. but I eat two hundred dollar dinner. Sacrifice. That's a that's a good episodes. choice. It, it's true. It's like okay, something's got to give here. So yeah, that's all in our South America episode. Nice. <laughs> Shameless <Right>. plug. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you want to wrap up your country building? Like, do you have a name for it? Like this super country? Or do you just want to say it really quickly? Like the four that you Yeah, I, I, I really I wish that I had come up with like a really funny name for, for the country. I was like trying to think about it last night. But also yesterday was my my very last day at uh, work where I had been for uh, like six years and I'm moving <gasps> to a new job. So this is like oh a, a really this is a transitionary weekend. Not only am this is the first yes. time I'm being interviewed, but I'm about to start a new <laughs> part of my career. Oh congrats. my God, congrats. On transitioning during a pandemic. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I digress. But um, so just really quickly, the food of Buenos Aires, the nightlife in the clubs of Las Vegas, the culture of Barcelona with a Rio Carnival thrown in, and of course, access to any of the American national parks. <laughs> oh, I like love that. that. And, uh, I will be visiting. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then uh, Brenlandia has the food, of Tel Aviv. <laughs> the food of Tel Aviv, the nightlife of Cartagena, um, the culture of Mexico City, and the outdoor excursions of, uh, of Peru and Cusco. Oof. These are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a very tiring trip to both countries. <laughs> it it's like, I'm going to party and I'm going to hike five miles the yeah, next day. But I'll just yeah. eat my ceviche on the hike. Or like, I'll yeah. eat my falafel on the hike up to, you know, 5,000 meters. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait till you guys actually buy an island and build something like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> we'll be your first guests, you guys. Yes. We'll yes. record live from the island. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. There'll be a podcast studio right on the island. Ooh, yes. yes. 100%. All right. All right. Now let's we're going to get into the T2A Q2A, which is the Ticket to Anywhere Quick to Answer segment. And the first question is why do why? you guys travel? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Why do we, why do we travel? Um, I think that what we've realized during the course of the pandemic is we travel to meet new people and adventure. Of course. My favorite question, do you have any rituals or routines when you arrive in a new place, a new city, a new country, 
a new hotel? <laughs> First thing I do is get a beer in the country uh, and then I can feel like, check, I'm here. <laughs> love it. That would probably be my same answer. Yeah. Love it. Love okay. it. Cool. All right. And for the last one, what's the best travel purchase or investment that you guys made like before and or during a travel? Uh, definitely my, uh, my new travel backpack by, uh, with Osprey, my new Osprey travel backpack. Um, it is, uh, I, I like to travel with just a large backpack. So I feel a little bit more mobile, agile, you know, able to like run to that plane if I need to. So I would say that <laughs> the big 65 liter Osprey backpack has been my best purchase. I would say right before our Peru trip, I just got like a nice, like, um, uh, like travel jacket. And it made me feel like a very official, like adventure or travel boy. And so I, uh, uh, now that's what I take with me where I go. And I think that would be my best purchase off the top of my head. <laughs> You're like adventure boy to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mindset. <laughs> Oh, I bet you turn into a superhero when you put that on, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. That's All great. right. Anyways, you guys are, I can't wait to visit Jared's country. He's still coming up with a name and Brenlandia will be there yes. when you first buy your islands. Thank you so much for coming onto our show, being our guest today. Tell everyone where to find you. Where can they find you? Yeah, thank you. We are, we are, you can find our blog at cotterbrotherstravelclub.com. That's also where you can access either our, our, that's where you can access our podcasts on either Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. I still need to add the Google Play uh, button as well on the, but we are, we're on Google Play now too. Um, and then you can follow us at Cotter Bros Travel Club, Cotter Bros underscore Travel Club. That's a little bit tricky. But, um, but yeah, so we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and on Facebook, um, and then obviously on the website and wherever you get your podcasts. I hope people are going to be running to find out more about these countries and hearing your family on the pod. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we, we, huge shout out to, uh, to our grandma, Grandma Letty, for uh, really installing the travel bug and the, and the wanderlust into the, the Cotta Brothers and into the whole family in general. So that huge shout so out to beautiful. the matriarch. Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, there's another episode of Tickets to Anywhere podcast. Thank you, Cotta Brothers. We appreciate you guys being on. And you can find this on YouTube, Ticket Number Two Anywhere podcast. And we're also streaming on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Stitcher, Google, and Pocket Cast. And find us on social media at Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter at T2A podcast. Cotta Bros, Cotta Brothers, thank you again. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for having us. <laughs>